across the world, 24 hours a day. Somewhere in space, this may all be happening right now. An adventure unlike anything on your planet. The story of a boy, of a boy, a girl, and a universe. It's a big, sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle, light years ahead of its time. It's an epic of heroes and villains and aliens from a thousand worlds. Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. Hello and welcome to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International with me, Mike Royce, and Martin Unsworth, the editors of Starburst magazine. Hello. And it's good to see you and hear you and, well, we don't see you, but we we imagine what you you. look like. Yeah, You've probably already heard a little bit from us already because, um, you know, it's unprofessional to knock the um, people that were on the show before you, but maybe not leaving the slider on on my microphone would be an awesome idea especially when me and you sit down and we have some pretty brutal chats before the show starts yeah. and maybe possibly we were even um, blowing uh, Rebecca Forskin off there we yeah. were, people uh, could hear us and not her don't think I was having if a go at it. If it was way around, it'd be brilliant. But oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know about that either. But have you seen the picture? She yeah, yeah, right. yeah right. Better than a thought, yeah. Must admit, God, that sounds awful, mm-hmm. doesn't it? But it's unprofessional. You, do, you I mean, you never hear somebody... You know, when you hear people going on about someone who works on the same station as you and you're making out that they're a bit of a dick, you know, and all that, and I found that very unprofessional, oh, so I'm, I'm not going to do that. Criticising your co-workers and yeah, things. Not at all. But but anyway, we're. Um, I mean, I mean, let's face it. I'm capable of making those sort of mistakes without you any help. You don't need any help. For yeah, that. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't need any it, intervention. It's just like the old days. So yeah, right. yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, it's been a strange week. We've got a lot to cover. Uh, it looks like uh, during the show we're going to have a look at a few things. Um, basically. The big one um, is we've had Leonard Nimoy pass on, which, uh, hence, if you were listening live and not podcast, you'll have heard the intro. Um, There'll be a little bit more Star Trek music on because that's pretty huge. It's fairly apt. Um, And then we've got to go on later on. It looks like the spectre from the past is back to haunt us with regards to censorship, which we're going to be speaking about a little bit later. And uh, and the internet 
just when you think it's not possible to get any lower than it gets at times with regards to its treatment of people and individuals when they're a bit down it surprises you it kicks it up a gear uh, on a week uh, in the most despicable way imaginable but we'll get into that a bit later so on that's it's a little bit of a warning that we, it may get serious uh, that'll be a bit of a serious mm. bit but i think uh, at the end of the day we we may be all cult movie and cult tv and cult everything orientated but sometimes the real world when it comes to the internet comes kicking your doors down i mean we've been we've had trolls um having a go here and yeah. there and and as you know I hate I've always hated bullies from being a kid because when I when I grew up I saw a lot of bullying going on and uh, in particular a mate of mine was subjected to it and it, literally because he was half cast well uh, you know the which is you've hard to get your head round now but that's the sort of thing that used to go on and I've always hated bullies because of that incident and yeah. it always stayed with me and I'm, I always go out of my way to either name them shame them or call them out and yeah. the thing with the internet is you there's certain people out there that and i would hope none of our readers i'm i'm roping in on this because i know our yeah, lot are better than that, we, above that yeah, yeah we, we we're a bit petty when it comes to people knocking films that we're yeah, quite precious about but when but, it comes to real yeah. life yeah a bit more sensible um but but yeah if you've been listening to the show long enough you'll have known uh, certain people that have uh, had a go at our writers in and made it personal yeah. and and yeah you're not walking over away a, from over that a television sunshine. program yeah and you're not walking away and well say it as it is doctor who some yeah. doctor who fans can be like that and some fans of all shows can but doctor who for some reason there is it a brings bitter, out the worst of everybody well yeah there's a bitter bile duct that 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 erupts in some uh, really hardcore, emotionally disturbed Doctor Who fans, where they feel that they have to get hit. The Gallifrey base is that the that's, the, that's, the, that's the, the website. Usually the uh, yeah. the the way that these uh, at- atom bombs uh, go off from. And yeah, one of them. I mean, even uh, the, our mate Mounty Paul Mount, who was on last week, he he got he got a load of grief while he was at hospital with his mum one day. Some someone was posting loads of shit on Twitter because they weren't happy with his review of a DVD. And then you put it in perspective: well, he's at hospital with somebody, um, and then he's got to come out of the hospital, switch his phone on, and he gets to see that, yeah. and th- and that set me off. And and yeah, I, I we know the guy. It's James Hellier. Um, I don't like mentioning his name on here, but yeah, I do. H e double l y e r, and his his, twi- his Twitter feed's hilarious, by the way, if you find him. Um, and yeah, we dug lots of crap off it, off him, and and ev- it's always the case though, when you are doing this sort of thing, you're usually uh, compensating for the fact that you're probably a bit of a dick as well, you yeah. know. And that's it. But we'll get on to the broad subject of that. I think much later on. I mean. I don't know if there's anything you want to start on, Martin. I think we're best really starting on Leonard Nimoy because yeah. it was the biggest news thing in the last week. It was. Uh, uh, and it's, it's, it's rocked the sci-fi world, really. Yeah, I mean, I'll get... Legendary character. There is a story that we can tell later on that, that, that there's actually a, a, a funny aspect to this that's come out of Canada. Um, some of you may be aware of or not but we'll discuss that later but yeah I mean Leonard Nimoy when I saw the news come through and then we obviously we're at the moment putting the next issue together for 411 and we it's the Avengers and it's all full of Avengers stuff obviously Age of Ultron and 
this happened and straight away we've got to do something and and get something written up and and one of our best writers has uh, put a piece together uh, which is a, a lovely little homage and 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 it's very it's, beautifully it, written it's, it's apt it's yeah it's and, a fitting uh, tribute we think but. yeah but uh, i mean i've got to say with the history of starburst leonard nimoy um <clears throat> fun fact for everybody um you may not be aware of this issue number one if you've got issue number one you'll see that it's a wraparound cover and it's funny how history repeats itself with no knowledge whatsoever of this I commissioned for the collector's edition of 411 a wraparound cover for the only time we've ever done it since number one yeah mm. and on the wraparound cover the uh, it's the Avengers but the wraparound cover for number one of Starburst was an art, art cover and it was it was Star Wars when uh, Des Skin, the the guy had my job then, and our our honorary editor in chief still. He um, he had trouble because he'd been given permission, unique position um, he was in, where he could print the first pictures of Star Wars in the yeah. UK and promote it over here, outside of certain fanzines over in the in the US, and and uh, no one had seen any imagery. Yeah, it took nearly six seven months for it to open over here yeah absolutely so so des broke it over here with starburst but just before it went to print they said well we're not we don't want this to be this cover to be um solely star wars Uh, it might bomb even though it was the buzz was there yeah and and there were a legal issue with 20th century fox who said that you know we don't want to be um, taking over the entire magazine, we want it to be look like it's a bit more balanced. So um, there are a number of other issues, um, and he'd probably know more about that than me. He'd go into it in depth. But the um, yeah, the 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 situation went like this. At the last minute, he had to pick something, and he, he there was a feature on Star Trek in there. So he literally stuck over the top, and if you see it, when now I've drawn your attention to it, you'll see this picture of Mister Spock on number one. And he was forced at the last minute, 24 hours before it went to print, to just literally paste that on the front. Yeah. So Leonard Nimoy was on the front cover of, of number one. And he then, uh, one of the best selling issues ever in the history of the magazine, number 49, I think it was, um, was um, the, the Star Trek II had just come out, mm. Wrath of Khan. I mean, he's graced the cover many times. I can't, if I was to count how many times Leonard Nimoy had been on the cover of Starburst, it'd, it'd, be, it'd take me a long time. I mean, we're we're four hundred and ten issues in now, and he's been on he's been in double figures beyond on them. Um, so Star Trek Two comes out, and he gets cover number forty nine, and that's a cover that a lot of people remember. It's a massive picture of of Leonard Nimoy as Spock, and everyone's just so chuffed that Star Trek's back. Yeah, because the, the motion picture, it was a critical success, but not a commercial success. So a lot of serious reviewers said it so it's a very well made film Robert Wise who did uh, Day the Earth Stood Still yep. did it and the sound but, of music yeah oh yeah absolutely well yeah we. <laughs> one's more important than the other though with this isn't he it he also did you the know? haunting which is well, I'll pull yeah, this, okay, pull yeah, back yeah. on that one so. yeah okay good good I mean I like the sound of music but that's not getting to musicals it's going back to Lady Gaga for exactly. last week from and, oh good grief yeah yeah I'm surprised you not have more grief over that but you know let's yeah. say stand by it Strange, strange lady. Can't act. Good singing voice. 
Uh, and now she's, she's, she's grabbed the the lead in uh, Asylum, the next the next the, series, American Horror Story. Yeah, American Horror Story. Oh God, Asylum! Yeah. It's because it's Hotel. American Horror Story, Asylum, and yeah. I've gone and mixed them up. Yeah, sorry, I do know what I'm talking about. Uh, sometimes, it's, yeah, sometimes Asylum Hotel, which uh, <laughs> Asylum Hotel. I've done it again. I can't help it. It's all right. What it's not am live. I doing? Don't worry about it. What's going on? We'll, we'll I'm concentrating it. on a pair of Spox ears in my head. And, yeah. and we'll change it in the edit. Yeah, no. God, I bet <laughs> we won't. Uh, right, American Horror Story slash hotel. Asylum slash Coven slash whatever slash yeah. whatever hotel. Yeah. Slasherist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she's in that, so she's going to have to act. But if you look at the video for Telephone with Beyonce, it suggests that possibly she might be having a bit of a problem with that. Yeah. And there you go. Um, well, you know, things can happen. Madonna can be in a hit movie. Who knows? Just one. Just one. And she didn't speak yeah. <laughs> all the way through it. Um, so, yeah, Leonard Nimoy. Massive history with a mag. He, he's, everyone remembers him for Spock, but he's much, much more than that. He's a guy who, if you're into the genre, if you're into sci-fi, horror, or fantasy, he's popped up all over the place yeah. for the years. And... If I, get, if I just go through a, a few of these, you, you'll remember some of these, Martin, and some yeah. of them you won't. Were well, you talking about films, yeah? As early as Zombies of the Stratosphere, oh, yeah, 1952. Yeah, them. He was in yeah. that, The Brain Eaters. Um, is one of my favourite movies that he's in. And this is all non-Spock stuff, but um, we'll get on to the Spock stuff after. Mm. But the Invasion of the Body Snatchers, yeah, the, the remake, remake yeah, that's was brilliant one film. of the best remakes. With Donald Sutherland. Yeah. In fact, can I say, that was probably the first remake that was better than the original. Yeah. They come from a dying world. They drift through the universe, pushed on by the solar winds. They adapt. And they survive. The function of all life is survival. Sleep. 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 From deep space. Sleep. Sleep. The seed is planted. Sleep. Sleep. Terror grows. Sleep. Matthew! 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 Like the others! Elizabeth, wake up! Get you when you sleep! Sit up! Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Is they it? brought it up today and it had a, a different payoff. It wasn't just going totally. through the motions. Totally. Well, you know, the original, they, uh, they had to graft an ending on where the original was the pods were just going out, the world was going to be taken over eventually, and it was that was it. We'd lost you. Mm. And they went, you can't do that. Blah, blah, blah. And if you actually watch the original, um, you can see at the very end it all changes and they, they literally mop it up in three minutes, don't they? Well, there's still the ambiguity at the end, whether, you know, it's going to carry on or not. Oh, no, because, yeah. But, because, but, it's, you know, they're already here. But it's a bit of an happy ending, yeah. isn't it? It is really. Isn't it, it? It, it, I mean, it, it turns on a dime, is what I'm getting it, at. It ties up the characters. Yeah. Story. But yeah. but this didn't. This no. just went now. Nah. And it also gave you that shock. If you've not seen it, oh, we won't spoil it. It's, it's forty years old, but it doesn't matter. It was. It was. It was. There were many shots. And there's, there's a brilliant shot with a dog with a human head at yeah. the end, which yeah. is so scary even today. However, 
um, if you look at that, that's a precursor for the thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you can see that clearly. But I'm just saying it was a cracking, cracking film. And if you've not caught up with the 1978 one at any point, I'm sure you all have, but if you haven't... It, Arrow you Video, I've put it, it out on Blu-ray. Yeah, we'll get it on Blu-ray because it'll look stunning. Um, and then, obviously, there's, there's loads of other, other stuff that he did around the, the Star Trek movies. Um, he did obviously did the, 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 the Spock trilogy is um, Star Trek 2, 3 and 4 because yeah. he dies, comes back and then he ends up coming home and, and sort of, you know, putting the case forward for him not getting done for nicking the Enterprise to go and resurrect him. Um, Transformers the movie is in that, is as a voice, uh, uh, you know, as Galvatron. Yeah? yeah, that's the animated the, one. Yeah, the original. The original animated movie. Uh, Three Men and a Baby you directed, directed, and that, that. was a, that was a massive box office hit. But I've got to say, his first directorial um, massive smash was Star Trek IV The Voyage Home. Now, Star Trek IV The Voyage Home, why is that important? It's important because Star Trek was limping along in the cinema with the the classic cast um star trek 4 made that much box office moolah that everyone went gene rodenberry could you please do a new series please and the new series was star trek the next generation which spock gave the honor of appearing in the uh, reunification episode so that linked in well then we end up with he, do, he does a lot of other stuff along the way you know and he's, he did an adaptation of Brave New World and you've got uh, he was he obviously it, to me his ultimate send off was, was great in um, Abrams Star Trek yeah I don't think he should have done the cameo, but I'm not going to get into negatives on this. I mean, no, they, it, but that was a that great send off. That was just a, a misfire yeah. of the yeah. film. So. I mean, I mean, I'll be honest. Uh, as an as the character Spock, he got two great send offs. Yeah. Um, one which you kind of knew was only going to be temporary with Star Trek Two, and he only came back to do that. He didn't want to do that film. No. Now, unlike. Shatner and everybody else he's actually had to have his arm twisted up his oh, back yeah. to come back many times with us he didn't want to do he, he anything he distanced himself for yeah. quite a while didn't he his yeah. first autobiography I'm not Spock yeah followed up by I am Spock yeah and I love the fact that in I am Spock he just because I was wrong to write that I should be yeah. more grateful he yeah. literally in his own words he, is what he said um, and, and you had all this it, it, TV let's get on to TV oh, yeah. Dragnet um, Dragnet was was the CSI of its day. Yeah, you know, I mean, was, that was the uh, crime procedural that was, you know, millions of yeah, years. Everybody watched tune. it. You know, um, Dragnet, Wagon Train, Bonanza, M Squad, Gunsmoke, Twilight Zone, Rawhide, Perry Mason, The Virginian, The Outer Limits. This is blowing some people's minds because yeah. they won't remember. It, yeah. The Man from Uncle, um, Get Smart. Then he's in Star Trek as Spock. Then after that, yeah. he's in Star Trek as Spock. Then he leaves uh, when Star Trek's cancelled. Um, does he struggle? No, he gets forty-nine episodes as Paris in in Mission, Mission Impossible. Impossible. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and some people think that oh, he did Mission Impossible first, and then they picked yeah. him up. But no, he went on. Oh, and, they don't he, even remember the Mission yeah. Impossible. No, they don't. But he was a huge character. Paris. He yeah. was the. He was the. All these films where you're seeing him changing his identity and whipping masks off and all that no Paris was the master of uh, disguise he was the guy who, who got them all in and undercover and, and you know all, all that before CGI then of course he turned up in Colombo 
Then he did. He revisited. How many it times did he do Kundalini? Um, I'm sure he did it. Uh, uh, he only, uh, he only one I know. He has only done it once, I believe. Yeah. Right. Um, you so can get him character. mixed up. You can get him mixed up with um, what's his face from Space 1999. Oh, um, uh, Martin, Martin Lando. Lando yeah. yeah, because he was in it more than once, and he was in one where he actually played twins. Yeah. Um, <laughs> bubble, then, bubble. yeah. Then he he does Star Trek the animated series. Then a reprising spot Powers and Matthew Starr, T.J. Hooker, and then he's he's in the Next Generation. He's been in The Simpsons, Future Armor, Outer Limits, Deadly Games, Duckman. Uh, f- you know, Fringe was the yeah. latest one, and then the last little bit he did, he got he got uh, as an action figure his voice used on the Big Bang Theory. Yeah, um, he's even done video games. He's been in Seaman, Kingdom Hearts, Birth by Sleep. He was in in two thousand and ten. The the guy is genre personified, and I'm not I'm not just turning this into some sort of love letter, but but he was a very important character. He was indeed was a person yeah. to, to the whole genre. Yeah. And, oh, well, he's one of the characters that got me involved in all of this as a kid. I I used to love the character of Mister Spock, and then I watched anything that he was in, uh, and and it's so. Um, he's so powerful within our sandbox and our group of people that read the Mac that hearing his voice, I know it sounds crazy, but you hear his voice and you think sci-fi. You don't necessarily think, oh, Spock or Leonard Nimoy. You just feel sci-fi, don't you, when you you hear it? it. Yeah, he's he's like um, some sort of ambassador. And and, And he was, by all accounts, a jolly nice person. I mean, stuff I've read about him is... uh, Really, really, really compassionate. He was really yeah. into his art. He Absolutely. loved photography. And well, the negative is the negative is that he he was a bit pompous and took himself seriously. But I don't think that's exactly it. And if you, re- I have read I Am Spock, and if you read I Am Spock, he says in it quite clearly. He holds his hand up and says, "There's times where you know I've been a bit precious about stuff, but." I just don't see the point of playing a character that everybody loves as a cameo in certain things here and there. I would only be a character in something if it's involved in the plot. If it's some part where the character is involved where it drags it forward. He didn't do um, Star Trek Generations because it was just walk on, uh, say live long and prosper and walk off and then we've seen you all together at the end and he said that is not a fitting sign off for the character the undiscovered country we all flew off into the sunset signed off literally yep. that was a good ending for the character I'm happy with that I'm only going to come back if someone says to me there's a point to it so they managed to lure him back for unification because it was like you're going to pass the torch on and Spock's going to be in it and your dad is going to be in it everything it's all going to fit together beautifully and he went yeah I see the point of doing it he did it obviously Abrams got him back for that and I thought that was a beautiful send off with him saying the the speech at the end and signed he signed it off again I don't think that that you could top that really I mean and and that's it so where some people might think he's a bit pompous um, I just think he was a bit careful about not destroying the hard work he'd done building a character up that everybody loved and and, and there's a lot of times where people have just carried on appearing as the same character in, in useless spin-offs and things that make you literally not no longer have affection for the original no, it tends thing. to spoil the original 
sort of memory of the character yeah when they do that sort of stuff yeah absolutely i mean, I mean it is it's a it's a big story in fact it's too big for one segment and we're going to have to go for a break but in the meantime if you've got any thoughts on this please email in at studio at fabradiointernational.com and me and martin will have a chat and we'll talk a little bit more about leonard nimoy when we get back and see what you guys have got to say and uh, we'll just take a quick break now we'll be back soon Want the latest news from the world's longest-running magazine of cult entertainment without journeying to the dark side? Catch the Starburst Radio Show every Wednesday on Fab Radio International at 9pm, hosted by the editors of Starburst Magazine. I find their lack of decency and common sense disturbing. Anything that rocks... Embrace the alternative. Starburst Magazine, the world's longest-running magazine of cult entertainment. Available from a newsagent near you or download to your tablet today. Across the world, 24 hours a day. This, this. Is International. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. Did you nearly forget it then? I did. <laughs> I went absolutely blank then. Um, you nearly said we were anything <laughs> that rocks, didn't you? <laughs> I did. Well, you know, he's on holiday. Um, all all you see. It's back next week. Yeah, I'm, I'm mates, we're mates with Paddy O'Hare because obviously he works in the same building as us. Yeah. And, um, he's a cool guy. Uh, oh, he actually represents us sometimes when he goes off and interviews people and At conventions uh, yeah and uh, and, and ingratiates himself and he's got his own convention coming up in is it September yeah. Blackpool Blackpool, Blackpool. Yeah. Um, the first comic on that it's Blackpool and we're supporting it yeah. and also I've just got a little plug Fab Cafe are doing the big after party as well Woo-hoo. so there you go um, I got some do they all some, have to come back here though um, or we got not necessarily you don't bring but, people from Blackpool back here, mate. No. Seriously. Have we got a pop-up? Um, yeah, we have. We've got a pop-up, yeah. Um, but I've got some news about Fab after. Oh, I, yeah. I had, had a chance to talk to you about that, but I'll tell you what, what happened. Um, yeah. You know, it's been there's been a lot going on with Leeds, and this yeah. is an opportunity for me to actually clear that up because some people... There, there has been rumours. Oh, there? it's all over the place. So I, I, at least I can talk about it on here now, which yeah. I couldn't talk about it before. From the horse's um, mouth. But yeah, we've had a few emails, and uh, one of our writers, Christian Jones, um, says, I'm on my way home from the Nostalgia and Comics Comic Club. God, that's a mouthful, isn't it? The Nostalgia and Comics Comic Club. Try saying that. Yeah. That's that's hard work, that. Um, yeah. It's like a book club, but we drink beer and eat burgers and talk about all things genre in a pub. Well, it's like that's, a, that's it's, like working at Starburst. Yeah, that Starburst <laughs> office, that and that's what it is. You're confused. You've been in our office. I have your show to keep me company. I was listening to last week's show earlier, and the music to the Flash Gordon serials was actually the music for Bride of Frankenstein, composed by Franz Waxman. Yes, oh, it yeah, was. Yeah, yes, yeah. it was. Yes, with the flute, the flute yeah. stuff. Do, 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 do. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah cool. Yay. Oh, you're ace. Yeah, he's bang on. That's why he's yeah. one of the team. Yeah, it's on Spotify and well worth a listen if you're if if you're on it. Yeah, that's great, that. Thank you for that one. What else have we got here? 
before we get back on. David Cunningham, would you say Star Wars or Star Trek is the most important film TV series in the whole history of geekdom? Right, okay. Um, that's dead easy, that. Star Wars is the most important film series and Star Trek is the most important TV series in sci-fi. Yeah. Because Argument? There, there wouldn't have been any uh, Star Trek films without Star Wars. Not so. at all, no. I mean, that Star Trek The Motion Picture was going to be Star Trek Phase 2, a sequel to the 60s TV show um, that Leonard Nimoy had refused to be in because he had a look at it and thought the scripts weren't good and that his character weren't great. So they recreated a character called Zon. Yeah. Mm. They then, um, did, he was also very upset because here's another thing about Leonard Nimoy. He brought clarity to the whole issue of IP with actors actors were not getting paid for anything they were getting paid to go on set do do yeah. stuff and yeah he wasn't working in a coal mine but then they'd be out of work sometimes um, it, it, a year a year it's a later it's a solitary job isn't it, it is yeah and and I give you this Martin you you know where I'm coming from here you be, they'll be out of work a year later um, money's gone they're you know dishing the begging bowl out for jobs yeah. and they'll be often seeing adverts in papers and yep. magazines and on billboards where they're advertising some product yeah and that's just they've got the rights to that character they played in that show yeah and leonard nimoy said no i'm not happy with this and it all started with a heineken ad he was driving home um and he saw a heineken ad and i think he was in he was actually in the uk and he saw it on a billboard and it had uh, in spot with droopy ears he had a pint of Heineken and then his ears were perked up and it said you know refreshes the beers other parts other beers cannot reach and he said I've had enough This that's me that they're, yeah. they're using me to sell beer I've had enough and he was the only one and all the actors were pissed off about it so he's not like this so greedy bastard who just went oh well, I want more money he went no you're treating us with such disrespect here you're using us to sell cars beer anything cigarettes even mm. and and you're not paying us and he said and he had a fallout with paramount so that's why he wasn't going to be in the star trek sequel then star wars hit and the the suits went we need a star trek movie because if star wars can make that moolah at the box office star yeah. trek well, and uh, leonard nimoy then they went well look we uh, but they said we're only going to do a Star Trek movie with that amount of money behind it we're not going to take a chance with whereas with a TV show they were going to go with Zon a full Vulcan new science officer unknown they went no everyone loves Spock Spock's and, and I've got to say it now and I love Shatner's Kirk and we all love, love him but at the time rightly or wrongly and that's a, another big debate that can go on yeah. people viewed Spock as the real star of Star Trek as um, same as the man from Uncle at the time yeah. Robert Vaughan was the star of the man from Uncle but then within a year or so everyone was talking about Ilya Koryakin and David McCallum was yeah. a poster boy it, yeah. and, and it's the same thing sometimes you're unemotional and it's the same dynamic you had there with Kirk and Spock and, yeah. and uh, Napoleon Solo and Ilya Koryakin that your unemotional sidekick you're supposed to bounce off becomes the guy that the girls and everybody's interested in because he's a bit more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So he said, I'm not going to do Star Trek The Motion Picture unless you uh, sort this out. So they did a deal with him. And that deal is the basis that everybody that's getting paid 
for their likeness being used on dolls, action figures, DVD covers, um, anything, brands of, of uh, like Daniel Craig, uh, if he gets likeness right for a 007 aftershave being sold, you know. Yeah. Um, thank Leonard Nimoy for that, because he, he, he stuck it out. And, and when he went back, that's why Star Trek The Motion Picture is important, because it was the time when, as I said, um, the weird thing about where the fab leads, yeah? Mm. Sometimes the tail can wag the dog, yeah? yeah. You're put in a position where someone needs something. It's really important. And something they have toughed out for a decade even where they've gone, yeah, we're not paying that. That's crazy. That All of a sudden they're like, mm, we're going to have to it. pay this. Yeah. And that's what happened. And um, Well, there's, there's a story also with um, Michelle Nichols. Mm. She wasn't getting paid as much as the uh, the other cast. And it was it was Lennon Nimoy who went to the producers and said, look, yeah. this needs to change. There was an undercurrent of race issue as well with yeah. that, I don't know, because he's saying that um, he, I believe he, he thought underneath that that wouldn't have been quite as bad if she hadn't have been a black woman. Yeah. And he, he wasn't was a, happy, but he was, was infuriated kick. about both. Uh, but obviously he couldn't say that in the media at the time. Yeah. Uh, so he put it down to that. But yeah, he, he did his best by people. Yeah. But you'll read more about it in the mag because uh, our our writer Livy Boot has, yeah, has done a great job. Yeah, the girl from Planet X, indeed herself. Um, she's an interesting writer, and she takes different points of view than you're expecting sometimes. And it's feminist, but not I it's hate not, men. It's not <laughs> you know. It's not forced down your throat. Yeah, it's, it's not, not. It's actually very very sensible, far out. And, yeah, yeah, and 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 her. Uh, I read when when it came in. After we'd commissioned the the bit on Leonard Nimoy, it came back, and I thought, yeah, she's touched on all the bits that I was hoping she'd she'd touched, and I don't think that's appropriate that you do some sort of weird whistle there. <laughs> um, I could I, see I, it. I, I saw it. it. I saw it in your eyes. Then you're dying for it, weren't you? Oh dear. So I think that's kind of it, really, isn't it? I mean, he's he's gone. He was eighty odd, and. And it's always too soon, but like you say, he, he um, it's eighty odd, and, and he's, he's left a really, really fant- fantastic and fascinating legacy. Yeah, he has, and and all of his stuffs on Blu-ray mostly now, and uh, mm. you can catch up with him. Um, I'll say on reruns alone, you'll be flicking through the channels, you'll always see him pop up. That voice of his um, is is there, and no, I'm sorry, but somebody. Uh, Earlier on, they were asking one of our writers, was it, who was saying, oh, play the Ballad of Bilbo Baggins. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> there's Ian a number Robinson. of reasons. And if you've been listening to my thoughts on the Hobbit movies lately and all the rest of it, that I possibly don't think that's the nicest tribute. And so we've played, if you were listening live, and if you're listening podcast, there is a reason why you should listen live and get involved in the debate and email in on uh, Wednesdays uh, at studio at fabradiointernational.com. Um, or you know what radio at starburstmagazine.com if the show's not on and you're listening to the podcast send us an email to radio at starburstmagazine.com um, and we'll we'll discuss anything you want to discuss on the show the following week yeah golly I'm really we're doing slick it. 
It's doing it, isn't it? You know, it's like, well, this is what a year on other shows and stuff, yeah. isn't it? Wow. See, people um, are going to not realise that this gonna is tune pre-recorded. Off. They're going to tune... I <laughs> know, yeah, they are. Oh, God, I wish... Oh, I so wish it was pre-recorded. Absolutely knackered tonight. Is it, <laughs> we're on... It's deadline week, yeah. Yeah, but so, we're uh, here. Yeah, we're here. We used to not do deadline week, but we've uh, reordered things. Um, actually, who am I kidding? We're just slightly more knackered when the mag's finished now. <laughs> um, but we're, we'll be here all weekend. You know, you don't know what, what you say, but you cannot, like I say, there's your, there's your conduit that no one talks about. Radio at starburstmagazine.com. You can chat to me and Martin and go, hey, how are you doing? But you can chat to us anyway because our email addresses are all over the, the yep. bloody website. And, and we're always, in the we're always looking at Twitter when we should be working. And, mm. and that's not vodka I'm drinking there. I'm just bloody <laughs> thirsty. It's really it's hot a, in it's here. It's a pint of vodka. So I wish that was a pint of vodka, but um, unfortunately, yeah. In case you're wondering where Shauna is, uh, the pint of vodka's a clue. Um, no, no, she's been very busy, very diligent. She's putting together a lot of very she's, fascinating. He's articles. such a gentleman. She's sleeping it off upstairs. He's not. <laughs> she's not. I that she's watching wrestling. Hey, hey! I've got a secret weapon I can hold you to ransom with now. Do you know what it is? Oh God! No. What do you reckon? It better not be anything. Jingle, jingle. <laughs> yeah. You know. But uh, that's all I'm going to say. It's there at touch of a button. Actually, <laughs> that would, there was a massive delay then. I pressed it and then it... Like, you know, they, that's an Alienware laptop, right, that, that games at some crazy, like 80 frames per second, max, whatever, and all that, yeah. And I just clicked one soundbite, yeah. And it took three seconds to play it. Yeah, that sounds about but, right for me. <laughs> I know, but I know, but I'm just saying, you know, God, you know, you, you, oh yeah. If I'm gaming, it's brilliant. But if I'm actually just playing a soundbite, gaming, yeah. Well, it's a gaming laptop. That's what gaming. Alienware gaming. Gaming. What do you mean? What are you doing <laughs> that for? What do you mean? I said gaming. Not gay men, gaming. Oh. And if it was all about gay men, what's the problem anyway? There's no problem. There, Just... there, there wouldn't be a three-second delay, I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> Straight up there. Yeah, the um, yeah the, the Alienware laptop is the laptop that Sheldon has in the Big Bang Ooh. Theory, which some people really like the Big Bang Theory, but uh, other people say it's blackface for nerds. Yeah. I've heard I, both. I prefer IT crowd. Yeah, no, I, I, I love that and all. But I, th- I think both of them are reasonably well written. But the, the problem is, people see interviews with the stars of Big Bang Theory and they realise that, that Sheldon um, is, like is that. normal yeah. and goes out shagging women and doing yeah. things that guys do and, and, they and have all a proper the rest. Life. Yeah. Um, the, the, uh, they they realise that they don't watch Star Trek um, yeah Sheldon's never seen an episode of Star Trek the guy who plays him god I'm calling him Sheldon <laughs> and the editor of the magazine I can't actually I, don't, know I don't I don't know his I don't I can't, I can't remember his bloody name who cares um, I know but but he's <laughs> it's, it's just that he's um, it, it's, it's like uh, you, you're expecting too much of him Everyone's expecting them to be bona fide geeks because, um, yeah, pretty much the cast of of um, the it crowd are a bit are geeky in real well, life. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But they're not in the Big Bang Theory. No, I don't think any of them are, are 
ever been to a sci-fi convention or no, picked up a copy of Starlog or Starburst in their life, you know. No, they'd, they'd shit themselves if they did. Mm. And and there'd be someone who'd buy it on eBay. Probably, yeah. That's all I've got to say. So, How what, much would you bid up to? <laughs> well, there you go. Um, so Put it what on display in fab. So what else has been going on in the news then? Uh, we've got Harrison Ford officially returning for Blade Runner 2. Do we get a voiceover? Uh... I hope so because I that would, would be better. I would be, be. I would. Maybe, maybe that is what he's back for. Maybe he's right. only been a voiceover. Right. It's not said, I has it? Would. That he's actually in it. I would be so impressed if Ridley Scott did the sequel to Blade Runner. Well, he's not directing it, it though. He's it. producing it. Ridley and Scott. Well, yeah. it's. Uh, you're going to make me say this name, Denis Villeneuve. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not a foreign. So I get revenge for my and, for the Andercon um, <laughs> debacle here and ask you when it goes into production. But I'm not going to be so harsh on you. Um, I'm not expecting not, you to know that. And I don't not think either. they've actually announced anything yet about when it's going into mm. production. But oh, we know it's happening now. Yeah, and and it's you've all, also answered the fact preferred. that he's not a replicant. Yeah, because he's older. Yeah. And if he is a replicant, he won't be here now. And they're going to do the yeah. uh, the Terminator shit bag shuffle, aren't they? So. Are they? Yeah. Oh, well, the, the skinking age. Oh, no, because... Bollocks. They were meant to have only had a limited lifespan. No, no, no. No, the skin... The skin right, they age like humans. The point is, they had um, they had a lifespan of a certain amount. And, and this is why it all gets confusing when you watch the original Blade Runner with a voiceover. It's dead clear. Yeah. There's a, a three or four year lifespan, three year lifespan. And they clearly gestate as adults, yeah. yeah. And then they've got the implanted memories, yeah. so they think that they're aged. Yeah, they are. exactly. And maybe you're right; they don't. Maybe they don't age because they don't have to because they're not alive long enough. Um, they look how they are when they're made, yeah. um, and they carry on looking that point till they uh, cease to function. Yeah, yeah. Um, shuffle off this mortal yes. electric coil. Yeah, like, like tears in the rain. Yeah, indeed. Now, if you go off the uh, this is why I say I watched I watched the original with the voiceover with yeah. the extra ending which was footage from The Shining but we did, <laughs> but I didn't know that at the time and uh, found out later and it still hasn't ruined that no. and I have affection for that version because there's more information in it because the voiceover contains more stuff and it's and it like makes a, it more of a noir tale yeah it does and, and when you get to the end he goes well you know they don't know she's not a normal replicant she might have yeah. she's got an indeterminate lifespan who knows how yeah. long she lives but then again who who yeah. does you yeah. know um and it's suggesting that he may be able to just grow old she might yeah you could have both of them in as an they elderly have, couple they might have days they might have yeah. years yeah i know uh but if you go off the director's cut you've got to say that he'd be dead by now yeah with his little unicorn. But the problem with a sequel is it answers it so we can't have these arguments anymore. There'll be some shitbag shuffle with it and just do it. But but that's brilliant if it was just a voiceover. Yeah. He's in it. Yeah. Did you guys want a sequel to this anyway? I don't know, I, did I think, you? No, I don't yeah. know. I, I wanna know if you because we've got to deal with this with a Mac. And I don't know. Uh, did you even want it? I it's I kind not of didn't I can get want excited this. by to be honest. Yeah, I want I want a sequel to something straight away usually. Yeah, or not at all because not years, later, years later. Yeah, years later, everybody's older. People have lost the plot. People have have forgotten what the whole thing was about. It is anyway. a different audience. 
Yeah. You know, they can't just be making it for us who saw it when it first came out. Well, it'd be a, a massively different audience. I saw it at the Devonport uh, Theatre in Stockport, and that's been bulldozed. So, um, <laughs> so don't stack you in there. So, so uh, I won't be seeing it there. Uh, that's for sure. But uh, yeah, it's funny old world, isn't it? You know, you go off, you go off how time passes, and you well, it, you remember where you saw something. And, and it was and an the, absolute flop when it came out. It was a flop. Yeah. No, everybody was expecting um, Indiana Jones with cyborgs yeah. in the 21st Indiana century. Indiana Jones in Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. In... God, did you just hear me say that? In the 21st century. Yeah. We're in the 21st century now. That, that damn future. Yeah, I know, but this was uh, 81. 82. 82, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, corrected. <laughs> life. I'll, have to che- I'll have to check this out. No, it's right. Um, but, you, you know, you, you the, everyone was expecting the same thing from him. And they were expecting Han Solo when they saw Indiana Jones. And I guess that sort of delivered that. He had the same swagger. And yeah, same. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but, yeah, he was actually acting in Blade Runner. Yeah. He was acting. And he was... And, and, I'll be honest, everyone everyone has a fucking go at Harrison Ford. And he was great in Blade Runner. Yeah. He's he been was great, great in a lot of things. Yeah, I know. He was good in, in Crystal Skull. Yeah. But you lot fucking hated it, didn't you? Yeah. And uh, even one of Shauna's favourite films, Witness, mm. it's all the Amish. Oh, Christ, her in this. We haven't even covered this on the show yet. Yeah. She's got... It's, uh, it's Amish Friday. Amish Friday. Um, I just happened to be wearing all black on Friday because I, I was going to the gig with her and um, she went oh you remembered Amish Friday and I, <laughs> I went I didn't actually no yeah, I we, didn't. All, we all have to build a little oh. barn every Friday oh no oh bloody hell well you know what it's time for the news now so we're going to get back we got we got a new era of censorship uh, a, a celebrity in trouble and a, uh, a follow-on to the Leonard Nimoy problem. Leonard Nimoy passing has caused a crisis in another yeah. country. So we'll find out. That I, I would imagine that the news doesn't cover any of this, so we'll fill you in um, right after this. Fab Cafe, TV and movie theme bar. Why not pay us a visit in Manchester or Leeds? For your night out, anything else just isn't fab. This is Fab Radio International. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International, and it happened again. And I, I just don't know what's going on tonight. It's I'm going sorry. so well. I yeah, there you go. So, <laughs> what's been going on? News. Sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Right, it, it's just tonight, and, and I can't believe this. And I'm carrying nobody's on like this. noticed. And what? Nobody's noticed anything. Noticed what? Oh, anything. Right, Just... okay, fair enough. <laughs> Hairy muff. Yeah. Um, they might have noticed that, but... I bet they would. Yeah. Um, oh, dear me, yeah. But, but go on, let's let's do... Let's do news! Cens- let's do news. And I hate censorship, Martin. Yep, everybody hates censorship. Do they? Apart from the BBFC. They've been good lately, though. Well... Haven't they? They have been and they haven't been. They've had a. Uh, mm. There's been lots of new le- legislation here and there. First of all, we got the the stuff coming in where um, all the extras on DVDs and Blu-rays have to be rated. So that just like puts a lot of more money going out of uh, 
studios and companies like Arrow and 88 Films who do who put out you know old stuff that yeah. we would buy yeah. with great supplementary material and they all have to pay extra for this it used to be exempt yeah uh, but now they have to pay extra for it and it's more expense and it's at a detriment okay. of these films we, we want to buy on Blu-ray but that's a different story of course um, yeah uh, the, the story that came this week is uh, they've banned pretty much outright the film Hate Crime, which is a few years old now. I saw it, um, I think, 2012, 2011 yeah. in mm -hmm. uh, Grimfest. Uh, very, very, very um, brutal film. Okay, yeah. But, it's, uh, I, but, but I wanted, I, I have had this uh, movie to watch and I've just not got round to it. Yeah. I'm actually on board with watching it well i think it's it's great me and you we've been through some nights well like the kidnapped kidnapped, night, kidnapped. Yeah. i mean if you've seen that film that's been released now um kidnapped we saw it at Grimfest, and but that's it, a that's a spanish film it's subtitled so they get yeah. a pass on that sort of stuff so oh, yeah 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 but Cause, but because it's got a, it's got a limited audience it, it can you can have shocking content and it still be an effective movie yeah and uh, and hate crime is is very effective, and you you actually see very little. It's just the intent, I think, yeah. that they've drawn uh, exception to. Okay. Uh, so so would you say that that hate crime because hate crime and um, kidnapped are two home invasion. They're both movies, home invasion and, movies. And yeah. I get that. I I understand why home invasion is kind of a I wouldn't say a touchy subject but it makes people uncomfortable well quite rightly because yeah. that's something that can happen yeah and um, and the, the point with hate crime i think uh the director james cullen bresek uh i spoke to a while back for a independence day for the magazine yeah uh, issue 405 which is now sold out on the website so you have to go to specialist shops oh, and get showing off get it uh you're showing off yeah i did my research good, oh, good. <laughs> good, good. it's only factual isn't it yeah um, but yeah, is a is a great sort of American independent director. Yeah, and this was his second film, mm. and okay, it, it was basically made because uh, he saw the the rise of the neo Nazi movement in in America, and he's a Jewish man, and he's it's 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 this sort of violence against his community and his you know people or whatever you want to call it. That he's seen a rise of, and uh, and the film just like highlights it, and and it's quite an important film in that it's it's very extreme and it's you know but it doesn't go up further than it should do. There's no uh, really graphic violence or sexual stuff in it. It's horrible, but it's not you know you do not see everything. Well, I the last time the BBFC. Um, stuck the boots in I mean you, we were talking in the office before and you said there's a few other than you reminded me of them yeah. and, uh, but the one that stuck out and I think uh, on the show I what I do I like I like looking at the reasoning because being a uh, when I was a barrister it's all about the judgement when the judgement mm. is passed it's really fascinating to me. I mean, I'll leave court pissed off going, why has he decided that? And when the judgment is actually done, you get to see what the judge's reasoning is. Yeah. You don't get it at the time. No. Like, you just get, like, you will have heard um, hate crimes banned 
and that word will have got out before any reasoning is, no. is issued and then later on in the day um, it comes and with uh, Human Centipede 2 I I quite I like them two films I thought they were okay I'll be honest with you the first one I thought was more entertaining I thought the second one had elements that he was deliberately going out of his way to get banned Absolutely, and, but- and, and is it turns out that his trailer where uh, Tom Six is being a bit of a, uh, a douchebag, yeah, he's, um, it wasn't even his voice. He was no, that that was Lawrence, yeah. Yeah, I know, yeah. I had no Lawrence idea. Lawrence the star. Yeah, that's, that's it. It's only because we, we know him and, and you've spent time with him that that I found out when he was talking about it, going, yeah, yeah I dubbed him. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm it, like, oh, and my that's God. That, that, it, yeah. I think the thing with Tom Six, he's got a great sense of humour. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's, it's lost on a lot of people. And it's yeah. that sick sense of humour where he, he's quite happy to offend. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. But, is, but yeah. there's there's that sort of uh, subversiveness it subversiveness yeah. in it yeah. that that is uh, he goes out of his he goes out of his way to to offend in in some respects but, doesn't but he but I mean he, he lot, finds it way, clever that is the way you get yeah. your film noticed no I get I get I, I agree with you I know that's in, in the current uh, way it is yeah I mean if you've got people that can become a hit on YouTube with a short and yeah. then and then next minute they're doing a 10 million dollar universal picture you know yeah um, but yeah BBFC with this with with um, Human Centipede they said a number of things and then commented on some scenes and, and the baby one in particular and a few others and I and it's bits where you're reading it and you go okay well this isn't like the bad old days where they'd just go I find I spit on your grave is morally reprehensible and people shouldn't see it and then you go hang on a minute you're not actually dissecting the movie you're you've just watched the movie and thought yeah. oh I wouldn't want my kids to see this it's yeah. banned and and that was the impression I got back in the day. And they used all sort all manner of um, acts to back that up. Yeah. Now with this one, I've got rejection explanation is so vague it's untrue. And it it literally says it focuses on the terrorization, mutilation, physical and sexual abuse and murder of the members of a Jewish family by the neo-Nazi thugs who invade their home. And then they start off with that, and then you go, well, well, that's a premise, not a reason to ban a movie. No. And then um, it it's um, they, they make phrases like constant, strong, verbal, racial abuse. Little context is provided for the violence be, be, beyond an on-screen statement at the end of the film that the two attackers who escaped were subsequently apprehended and that the one surviving family member was released from captivity. It's the board's carefully considered conclusion that the unremitting manner in which hate crime focuses on physical and sexual abuse abuse sorry getting in that I've, I've just had That's a bit that of lemonade. water I know it is it certainly is uh, aggravated by racist invective racist invective That's a, a cover quote It's a title of a film actually um <laughs> means that to issue a clarification to this work even if confined to adults would be inconsistent with the board's guidelines would risk potential harm and would be unacceptable to broad public opinion now think about what they've just said they've basically said we're not going to give this film a release uh, we're not going to give it a, a classification that allows its release. Let's be yeah. clear, there's always someone who will put some on 
yeah. that they've not classified. Yeah, the law covers that, but. Well, you can't. You won't always get shot down if you put a, a festival on with a film well, on that's not got a certificate. But BBFC you know. certificates are not legally binding. Correct. It's, yeah. it's the it's council that is up to. Yeah. 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 And 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 that's it. But unacceptable to broad public opinion. Sun readers. Yeah. Well. No. Is that harsh? It, it's it's more down to the fact that people may not be able to understand that these people committing this crime are yeah. the idiots. Yeah. And, and and the point that I'm trying to make here, though, is is if you... you it's like um, New York Post, if you're listening from the States here tonight, because I know we've got a lot of American listeners. And um, the, the tabloid mentality. Yeah. yeah? And, and then it says, the board considered whether its concerns could be dealt with through cuts. However, given the fact... And this, this is a very telling sentence, this... Given the fact that unacceptable content runs throughout the work, cuts are not a viable option in this case, and the work is therefore refused a classification. Now, it, the problem the problem with this is they're just going on a broad brushstrokes approach there, where they're going, you really, we don't think you should see this. It's going back to the, the old days where saying we can watch it, but you can't. Yeah, and. Uh, and the thing is, I mean, I mean, because I have seen it, and it's you know, it's a brutal, brutal yeah. film. There's, but to be clear, fe- I, I'd be honest here, hands up, I've not seen it. Martin's seen it, and and my uh, my offence is that they the way they've arrived at this conclusion. Mm. Yeah, Martin's got actually the information to back it up. Yeah, it's it's there's no nudity in it. There's the violence is is brutal, but not over the top. It's yep. not gory. Uh, there's no decapitations. There's no nothing like that. Right. Uh, I mean, the, the one thing and I mentioned it earlier when when I reviewed it, a complaint, not because I wanted to see it, but because I thought it was unrealistic, mm. was the, because there was no nudity. That there's a rape in it, but the woman's got her underwear on. It's not good enough, is it, Martin? <laughs> That's not what I mean, but... It's just not on, is it? But if, if these people were genuinely doing that, they would not leave no. the woman's underwear so, on. So if you, um, if you, if, if she, if they'd have ripped her knickers off, you'd have thought it was Harry Muff? <laughs> I wouldn't have said I'd have been happy, but, you know, it would have been more realistic. But the point, the point is, it, it, it's not as extreme as some films. He's trying to wind me up, I know, but... <laughs> <laughs> I shan't rise to it. Don't, don't, don't. Don't. Not, not what we're talking about. It's not about, worth no. it. But no, it's it, it's a very very powerful film. It's not for everybody's taste. It's it's very very. Uh, it's quite low budget. It's it's almost uh, in the found footage type of thing because it's all shot through video camera. Yeah. Uh, and the basically it's a it's a kid's birthday party, and the the thugs come in very early on mm. and take the camera and just go to town with it. Mm. And and they're just idiotic neo Nazis. This is a Jewish family. They're only doing it because they're Jewish. Yeah. There's no other reason. But this and, and, and this, that does happen. This doesn't sound like I was. Yeah, I'm glad you just said that because the overriding um, sense I get from this is that yeah, this this doesn't sound that crazy to me. It this sounds like something I'd read in the news. It's, and it, surely a horror film reflecting. 
something Real similar. Life yeah, sort yeah, of stuff. yeah, right, right. And that's you, probably what's making I'll it more you, uncomfortable. I'll give you an example, right? Um, the uh, the German doctor that that built a a house with a subterranean level. Yeah, it was a builder. He had a degree in engineering and the hot all the talent to do it. Yeah, and he built another level under the house that was secret and then kept his family under there and daughter, stepdaughter, all that. And and, and um, he was shagging him, having kids and doing that, kept him prisoner for 20-odd years, yeah, if you remember? I do, yeah. 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 And um, that sounds worse than this, doesn't yeah. it? But that happened. So yeah. if you do a straightforward adaptation of that, according to the BBFC You'd have guidelines on that, you have to ban it because... It's not a nice story. Yeah. Okay. No, no, and that's my problem. Hate crime has been banned, not because it's got a, a, a sequence where someone gets uh, anally raped with an ice cream cone and, and in a sensationalistic way where they just hover over certain body parts and it's all it, vile. It, it actually isn't a very salacious it, film. No, it's a very it, repulsive it, yeah, watching yeah. They don't the, whole, like, the stuff they do. Yeah, they don't like the subject matter that actually happens in real life yeah they don't like the fact that people are oppressed for their religious background or whatever and that's the way the world's going and And everything's going backwards that's the problem with it you know it's it's a it's a crazy world where everything is you know women are being degraded by you know whole nation of people you know people's sexuality is become an issue again what, what's that about you yeah know? I, I, don't, I don't I don't I don't get any of it I don't I don't get it um, I don't get where this is coming from in particular because I think the, I think stopping so, films like so this is, is very harmful because it's it's sending the wrong sort of message yeah, yeah. I mean they, 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 there's no doubt that this is an unpleasant watch. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a people. very uncomfortable watch. It's not but entertainment, but it's a very, very good film. I didn't go. Did, yeah, and we know going back. If you've been listening to the show for years and years and years, you may remember a point where there was this big campaign uh, about my dissing a movie, and you know what movie it was? Go, on. Mamma Mia. Oh, I remember. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And I just dissed it and went. There's no way you get... Like, I'll be honest with you, you know what this year's Mamma Mia to me is? Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There is no way that you would get me if you tomorrow said, oh, I've got tickets to anything on the corner house or whatever movie, yeah. No problem, let's go and have a look at it, yeah. That, that. I'm, I have no interest in seeing Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm pretty sure what I'm going to see. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be bored. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be annoyed at how much money it's made because I've seen films that are absolutely superb that have yeah. just died a death. That, that yeah. just ignored. Yeah, yeah. and um, and this piece of shit is getting uh, all around the globe. And and uh, as a, a caveat to the other week where we're discussing it, yeah, yep. it got worse. Oh, in yeah. America, yep. the guy he he's been done because he had a girlfriend. And he decided, oh, hello, we've been together a while. I've just seen this film, and I know you like this film. And um, let's go back to your place, and let's reenact the key scene. 
and did it and then she was all fine and they were having intercourse while it was all going on and then he starts whipping her with a belt like I'm a, I believe a key scene from yeah. the film and engages and she started to go no I'm not really enjoying this let's stop this and then and then um, then, um, people in the house came running upstairs and started banging on the door and what are you doing to her and then he then panics and starts to hold the door shut and carried on the act and did everything she didn't say the safe word yeah the police was stop you bastard yeah oh i'm i think she did say that i just (laughs) i i pretty sure she said that but i'm not sure that was the safe word um yeah, he went a bit wrong, really, didn't it? Yeah, and there was the other story of the woman who was arrested for having a dirty rummage while watching it. See, I missed that one. Yeah. This is bonkers, this, isn't it? Yeah. This is absolutely and the, they, bonkers. They, they, they ban films that we watch, and this this stuff's going on. Oh, good grief. Oh, God. Well, we're, we're heading up to... Um, half hour to go so maybe we can have a quick break and then um, we can get cool down look at cool down chill out censorship god damn it what can i say if any of you've got comments on that then email in we're going to deal with a raft of emails right after we have a little bit of a break starburst magazine issue 410 available from a news agent near you or download to your tablet today Across the world, the real alternative, FabRadioInternational.com. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International, and I remembered it all. Yay. I remembered the station, I remembered the magazine that we, we run, and uh, all the rest of it. And we've got loads of emails now, so uh, I think it's a good idea to... Uh, Acknowledge these in. people. It's not that. It's been thick and fast tonight. You, what, it, what it is, Martin, you've just been talking a lot tonight. Well, they, they couldn't subjects, get a word in edgeways. Subjects edge, close to my heart. Indeed, I understand that. Um, Susan Buchan. Oh, it's Susan. Ah. Susan's a really nice girl. Is she? Yeah, really nice. Uh, I think Spock is the reason why I got into the whole world of Star Trek. He will forever be my Mr. Star Trek. He allowed me to get through the cold and very poor nights as a student, Sue. And I think you're backing up what I said, where he he was like, like, let's have it right, Captain Kirk. He's a hero, and you were as a kid, you were going, "Oh, he's ace and he and all that." But I can understand why girls would think that Spock was was more the guy that you trust and want to sort of be with because he's not a douche and if a girl's well, not been spray spray tanned green Kirk, he probably Kirk won't want to give her give did it a different person every mo- oh yeah episode yeah. didn't he I so. know I know and, and, and but when Spock um, fell for a girl and got romantically attached you, you were kind of like oh my god yeah. this means it meant so much more didn't it than, because it would than, be very illogical and, indeed and, and he's he's kind of like Ooh, you know, I mean, if you were the girl who bad Spock, you were uh, you got to special. A certain uh, gravitas to you, uh, Roger Bysouth. Hello, Roger. Hello. Good evening, guys. Hope you're all well. My thoughts on Spock are very clear. So much has been talked about on the forums, but mostly nonsense. Spock's legacy will last and last, and an icon in the truest sense, and that's uh, absolutely spot on. 
Uh, Jenny Hawkson, my dear Starburst, I've so enjoyed tonight's show. In fact, the last few weeks have been marvellous. I don't oh. know if you have changed your format on how you do this radio programme. I didn't know we had that. Did <laughs> we have a format? format? A format, we changed it. I didn't <laughs> know we had one. Um, but whatever you've done, please don't change it. My Wednesday nights, I am just glued to fab all night while having a glass of wine. It's my schedule. Lots of love, Jenny. Uh, our, if you substitute wine for Canadian Club and bourbon, um, we're, we're kind of on the same page. Yeah, and, and <laughs> yeah. water and lemonade. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh, radio station rules. Mm. Um, Julian, I'm working in the industry. Are you not totally fed up with to the back teeth of zombies? I mean, how many more times can this be rehashed? Look forward to your thoughts. Well, I've got to say, Julian, you're not the one that's got zombie novels arriving left, right and centre. <laughs> I have... It's not as bad as it used to be, but it's, it's still... Martin, there is a guy that writes a zombie novel every 18 months that's got me in a weird dream wandering around trying to get other zombies and movie directors or somewhere else it may be seen you after deadline yeah maybe he has he's based it on that uh, I'd be uh, I'd, uh, that would make sense I guess um, Jeff Thompson oh this is this is a this is a big one my <laughs> god no, this is this is a serious big one the uh, subject uh, Spock's hybrid persona is half Vulcan half human also immortalise the tension between logical reasoning and emotional response our current global challenge of absolutist ideologies battling against radical adaptive discourse could perhaps learn from fucking hell that's easier for you to say Jesus I, 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 right hang on a minute that's right. that, where that, are you, you lost me you, you know when it, you've it, got it, the scene where he goes oh you had me at whatever yeah, yeah you lost me at, at Jeff Thompson no basically. but that, is, that um, made total sense right okay no Be, being serious let's go back to the bit um, often framed as a struggle between science and religion, could perhaps learn from how Spock negotiated such matters with his comrades above the Enterprise. Ab- above, aboard. Oh God! I don't. You've not I'm got not levered or tired either. I'm just <laughs> just getting it wrong on a level that's off the, off the scale. Um, yeah, in Spock's own words, uttered during the Star Trek um, six. Oh, logic is the beginning of wisdom, not the end. The world on April 5, 2063, when first contact began between Vulcans and humans, occurs in the Star Trek mythology. Uh, that's the year it, it happened, yeah? Oh, God, I'm reading this verbatim, you see. That's the problem. Might be closer to the fictional representation in Ridley Scott's Blade Runner or even reminiscent of Disney's Wally. Regardless of the trajectory, the quest for planetary unity that Star Trek presented and which Leonard Nimoy represented with such poise in his life must endure. I'll be honest with you, I'm just... uh, Jeff, seriously, um, those sentiments are awesome. And I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. But oh my God, you know that's. Does he want to come and have a job? I know you. You're going to have to come and do this magazine, man. Seriously, this is that's. Um, we we, we wow. need a, we need a deep column. Wow, that's deep, man. That is that's like. But it makes total sense. Yeah, yeah. That, you know that's that's striking oil deep. That. Yeah. You know. But there you go. That's emails done with. Oh, oh, oh shall I? Shall I? Double check and 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 make sure. Um, wait a second. See if there's any. No, no, we're done. Cool. Well, 
we have to apologise. D- a deep apology to everybody. That's 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 like um, that's not narrowing it down. No, well, this is the the equivalent of standing in front of your house saying I made a mistake. Oh. Uh, last week, because we were so engrossed with having Mister Mount with us, yes. we, we totally ignored the twitters. Go on then. And there was a lot of twitters last week. Go on then. And I do deeply apologise because I'm the one in responsible for for they checking need. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. we're relying on you there. Yeah. You know. Uh, but I was so engrossed having Paul here; it was great. Uh, but we had one thing last week that was stands out and does deserve uh, mention. Mr. Demonics, uh, he provided us with his bingo card. Oh my god! Which has been long threatened oh, for this show before I my time. Couldn't but, stop laughing. But it was so spot on. It's so funny. No, I was having a really crap day as well, and I I came in and I saw that, and I couldn't stop laughing. Um, there's so many stuff. <laughs> so many things on it and and it made me actually think because I'm like do we mention that that much you know um, food news I got you know yeah. Sam Worthington I really got yeah um, and, and you've you've got that you got that early on tonight if you were yeah. playing this bingo um, Red Bull I'll be honest I had Red Bull before this started so there you go Rebecca Forster yep. but with a Cyberman we did retweet it and oh, uh, we'll put it on the Facebook or something yeah. later Denge. on Denge did actually email in earlier uh, but it, d- it wasn't appropriate so. I know, we were doing a eulogy and the, the only thing he said was wank so uh, yeah. I, he kind of still got in this op- episode if you if, if, if you're you a completist if you're ticking yeah. it off then um, but but yeah no, I mean, oh and Zombaby's on there isn't that nice and the Yorkshire Dipper the Yorkshire Dipper he's been a regular feature yeah. recently apparently yeah. so. Zombaby's going to do an episode soon <laughs> is that when you're away <laughs> no he will he's going to do he's going to do an episode he said I was speaking to him last night you know He's like, Daddy, I want to do an episode. He does. He does want to do an episode, yeah. And, and we'll have the webcam on and everything. Yeah, you can, uh, watch, so you him. can watch him in, in motion. He said he'll do the sliders, he'll do all the production stuff. Don't know where he learnt that. Yeah, clever little fella. So, so yeah. It, uh, so, so yes, thanks for, the, thanks for the bingo card because <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, it's just been retweeted by uh, I Am Cosmic Soup. So if you want to check on our feed, it's uh, it's on there again. So I've got a little. It's, bit. It's, there's a bald head in there that's interesting as well. Oh, there is. There's yeah, just been yeah, another yeah. F- trailer yeah. gone up with him in it. What is it? The uh, oh, you know that's put me on. <laughs> See, there you go. I, now I, you know what it feels I put, like. I put the damn there, thing and up I about, didn't even do it on purpose. About though. an hour ago, I yeah. just yeah. yeah. But but yeah, he's he's a balland. Seriously, he's such a dick. I've demolished about four croissants. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, which is always a good way to start the morning. Well, Very any morning. Good. What was in the croissants? Well, I had an almond croissant, and then I had Danish pastry, and then I just had a chocolate muffin. Oh, excellent! <laughs> excellent! Excellent! <laughs> I thought there might be drugs in the muffins. <laughs> I think there were. Don't you? Quick. <laughs> <laughs> 
Definitely. Before they wear off. <laughs> yes. Right. Uh, I would get this while we can, actually. <laughs> are, you, are you rolling? Excellent. Okay. I, I'm, I'm not going to say anything in this interview. We're just going to enjoy you laughing and talking about croissants, okay? Go. Okay, so this is the best Christmas film. It's just for all the family, and my dad's going to love it. Good, good. I'm delighted to hear. You. Is your dad here? He's not here. What a shame. He's missing a treat. Does he know his daughter's on drugs? Muffins, I mean. <laughs> but, okay, wonderful, wonderful. Um, when, you, when you're at home, um, you know, there's always lots of films on TV. If mm. a, a film of yours ever comes on screen, do you sit down and watch it? No, I don't. No, no. Next question. <laughs> is that just because you don't really like watching your films or is it...? No, I just have better things to do than sit in front of the television. Quite sit right. back, otherwise we can't see you and you're out of focus. There you go. And what would be your ultimate favourite dinner party, dream dinner party, and you bring back anybody? Uh, well, I'm trying to answer the question differently because I'm asked this by every interviewer. Oh. So if I give the same name, it's going to get really boring. Yes, I'm sorry to tell you that, that I've not, heard that question that before. That's not an original question. No, no. Sorry, Poppy, is it? Yes. Yes, sorry, Poppy. Um, so it would be um, Charlie Chaplin. The and I wouldn't say a word. I'd just sit back and watch him. That would be fantastic. Now, in this film, there's a lot of impro improvisation involved. Who's your favourite person to improvise with? I didn't improvise in the film because my part was so beautifully written. And the pharaoh is exact in his manner and in his words. So I thought, if I stray off the script, I'm going to actually break the bubble of my wonderful pharaoh so I didn't improvise with him. But you watched the other cast members improvise. No, I didn't. I was in the studio with, in the scene. I, I'm not in, when I'm not in a scene in the film, I'm not on the film set. It's a day off. It's called a day off. That's such a shame. Mm. And you don't just go into work just because it's fun on the day off. No, no. Would you do that? Yeah. Would you go into your office on a day off just for fun and have... Ah, uh, yes, and eat more croissants, I suppose. Yes, if Rebel Wilson was in my team... Well, he's not, though, is he? True, so... There we go, see? <laughs> okay, so um, this is the ultimate Christmas film, and um, yes. we have a Christmas, um, our favourite Christmas carol. Would you mind, in the, um, in the voice of your character, or in a dramatic voice, or sing, if you'd like, read the third verse Plot's of... Plot sticking, right? Santa Baby. Plot sticking. Excellent. Santa baby, I want a yacht, and really, that's not a lot. I've been an angel all year, Santa baby, so hurry down the chimney tonight. Well, you've been fabulous. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. For your time. And, and I'm sure you're going to leave a trail of wreckage across Claridge's today. Probably, like yes. crumbs dropping crumbs. on the floor. Crumbs is the word. Like Mind your head. Mind your head. Thanks very much. Anyway. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Um, I don't care. Im. Boom. Yeah, Im. Yeah. Slur, slur Martin Unsworth. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. Sir Ben Kingsley. Um, but yeah, I mean, what can I say in the Yorkshire Dipper? No, well, we've gone two weeks without a death in the canal. No, there was one this week. Was there? Yeah, apparently. I think it's when you were joking. You in on Monday, were you? You're yourself? joking. Yeah. Oh, pa God. Apparently, yeah. It's not been widely thing, but Phil said there was another one. There's another one? The Yorkshire Dippers had another one? Yeah. Bloody hell. We need to get to the bottom of this and not just the bottom of the canal. Oh, no. Well, apparently, he's, he's uh, banking he's, he's on got... you not getting to the bottom <laughs> yeah. of the canal. Yeah. Who knows? Clearly. Um, 
Yeah, but but I got celebrity news. Go on. Matt Damon no longer has blurry eyes. Oh. <laughs> Spam news. We've all we've all shared in it. <laughs> no, we've all had it. I've had he cured his nearsightedness and no longer needs glasses or contacts. And I know it's true because there's a photo of him with glasses on and a photo of him in a tuxedo with no glasses on. I'm he's, convinced. He's definitely not wearing contacts, yeah? And he's definitely... Um, they're definitely not... Um, years apart even though the one where he's wearing glasses his hairline has receded quite a bit and um, in the one where he's wearing the tux he's got a massive full head of hair so you're not suggesting they've switched the pictures I'm thinking chronologically perhaps that they might have you mean um, these spam people lied I know I know but but I, I obviously I was taken away with this I was like wow I need this and you've, so you've ordered this course it. have you well not quite no because um, but I'm beating them down slowly um, <laughs> I clicked the link and it took me to quantum vision and it's a little way you'll pay $30 and then you get a PDF that explains what foods you need to have for four weeks and then you can see carrots again, and it's fine well well no no apparently not it's loads of Quantum vision. Ah. It's not just carrots. Quantum vision can't be. Um, so, so then I clicked off the site, and it said, "No, don't leave." Oh, please don't. So, so I went, "Oh, all right then," and clicked on stay, and then it went, "You can have it for twenty-seven dollars." Since it's you, so there you go. <laughs> so, so quantum vision has still eluded me, um, and uh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon might be cured, but I'm not. Did you not keep clicking it so you can get him down to ten dollars? No, I didn't actually, because <laughs> we had to do this show. Um, but but I'm thinking that that Matt Damon. Um, I'm surprised that he's on board with this. Are you? Yeah, he's a. I think he's he's purposely got got behind it. Is you think he believes in it? Yeah, he does. You know, he's seen Affleck yeah. get all the yeah. adulation. We need, to, we need. He's had to. Oscars. Is this that and the yeah. other? I want to see the video where he's going quantum vision and me. We've had that. Ah. I can't even see my script. Ah. <laughs> yeah. You know, something like that. Anyway, yeah, I wouldn't do them Bond yeah. movies and jump or, everywhere without this. Or, or do you think they have just took two pictures and gone? Oh, he's he's there's one with glasses and here's one without and th- and we. We'll just sell you this this PDF yeah. for thirty dollars, and then that, run away with your money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you've been drinking uh, mango juice and 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 chili uh, chili lime uh, supplement for the last six weeks, and you've been farting like some hideous beast. But, um, but apart you can that, still not see. Yeah. Okay. You can look like Matt Damon. Boom. There you go. So, yep. Yeah, Follow up to Leonard Nimoy. Mm. Crisis. The Bank of Canada has um, issued a warning. Um, please help us out here, sort of warning you. Um, the uh, seventh Prime Minister of Canada, Sir Wilfred Laurier, is featured on the $5 note in Canada. So this guy, if you draw Spock's ears and a bowl haircut, looks exactly like Spock. And the eyebrows. Right? Yeah, and the eyebrows, yeah. He looks exactly like Spock. So, after Leonard Nimoy, Leonard Nimoy, oh god, what's <sighs> going on here? Leonard Nimoy died. Um, everybody decided, oh well, let's just Spockify these notes, yeah. And everybody, but around Canada, started doing it, and then other people started seeing the notes, and they started doing it. And now, um, most of the notes, 
are completely wrecked and they all look like they've got Spock on them. Now, here's the problem. That over here, we made it a criminal offence. So if you do deface the it's, the it's like note, treason, yeah, it? it's oh, it's you're not defa defacing the Queen here. You um, if you deface any part of the note, yeah, it's a problem and you can be arrested, yeah, because you're destroying public property because that note only represents what you own, yeah. Mm. You don't own the actual note even though it's in your pocket. It's just a representation of what you're worth, yeah, yeah. an IOU. So th they didn't do it clearly, so they have had to go, oh, please don't do this. It, it's a security, and, yeah. and we have to print more of them if you, you keep you're allowed, them. You're allowed yeah. to do it yeah. legally, yeah. but please yeah. don't. So, so... We're we're having a laugh about this, and then tonight, Tarek Le Latif on yep. Twitter has posted one, <laughs> which on. is the Mirror Universe version, yeah. where, where Spock has a beard. Yeah, that's <laughs> amazing. Genius. That's amazing. So that's what's going on in Canada, and I I think that's a fitting tribute because if you actually think about it, how cool is it that you are um, you're a guy, you're, you've died, you're and paying then, tribute to somebody, yeah. who and in this wonderful way right how, yeah how cool would it be to pass on and then after you've gone everyone starts re redoing a currency yeah, yeah. that's awesome it's, so, it's, so I'm quite chuffed that's, that shows the, uh, the impact of the person hmm so yeah, I mean, I mean on that one I'm, I'm all on board uh, there's something I'm not on board with hmm yeah um Twitter. And this is nothing to do with cult TV, sci-fi, horror, fantasy, or no. anything. It's to do with what we all common should decency. have in common. Yeah, exactly. And um, if you uh, are aware of this or not, I don't know. I'm just going to say, um, over in the UK, we're not as aware of it as uh, in the States. In the States, it's caused an absolute uproar. Um, the family of Maria Anderson basically uh, absolutely devastated because a two-year-old that um, that that she's the mother of uh, yeah Mar Mariah Anderson is actually the uh, the girl that uh, sorry uh, Kyra Pringle is the uh, the mother and she tweeted a picture of a daughter that's got chromosome 2 duplication syndrome and yeah, I get that we don't know what that is off uh, off the peg. It's a uh, it's not a great thing to have as a, a baby, and you've got a couple of months if you're lucky. Um, this child has fought it off, two years old, and um, the the mother has gone on Facebook and gone, yeah. "Thank you, I've still got her." she's still here and here's some pictures of her it should be a celebration yeah, of, yeah, of yeah. somebody's life and she does clearly look ill she's got um, she's got hair that's 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 gone and they've put a lovely little bow over the top and she's got black around the eyes at the end of the day I'm not being funny but if I had a daughter who they said you've got two months she's going to be gone and two years later she was alright and that was the only thing wrong I'd think it was an absolute miracle um, the internet does not agree and um, after the picture of the daughter appeared on the internet you have stuff coming out on Twitter that, that is just... unbelievable some people turned the photo of Maria into a meme, yeah, where she morphed into Leprechaun, yeah, um, and then 
there's a tweet from uh, Darian Elise, yeah. Um, or if you want to look her up on Twitter, if you can be asked, it's at Young, Y-O-U-N-G, uppercase, yeah. Um, this is why I say watch you, you have kids with. Baby look like a leprechaun. I swear I'd cry every day. Um, That's almost English. Yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible, isn't it? Um, and... I, I, I'm never going to understand what's happened here. Um, there, there's been an outpouring of of, of Twitter um, hatred where they're going, oh, what an ugly child, swear the ugliest child I've ever seen and, and all the rest of it looks like a leprechaun. Um, or, or they've been putting quotes underneath the picture and retweeting it going, boo, you know, like uh, she's a monster. Um <sighs> You know, and and then and then the mother comes on and goes. The smile you guys think is funny, or the smile you guys are comparing to a leprechaun. The things you guys are saying about my child, she's not a monster. She's real. It's this is actually a human being, a child. She's a baby. Um, bullies should know that their jokes are hurtful, not funny. And um, I, I just thought it was awful. It's, it's the keyboard warrior is the is the worst thing that's happened in the last few years. It's, yeah, yeah. It's just, I mean, everybody's had to deal with uh, schoolyard bullies and things like that, but this is just ridiculous. It's just, but it's going on now, and and, and it, it shouldn't be. You know, we're talking about a yeah. um, tonight. Ironically, we're we're paying tribute to somebody who played a character on a show who was trying to show us, oh, in the future everything will be better. And then in the same show, you you've got a comment on um, censorship that's like the nineteen eighties, yeah, yeah, and and a bunch of people that that do this. I've got to say, anybody that even laughed at those pictures of this girl, uh, even uh, sent those tweets, yeah, yeah. I hope you die. I really do, and that, I hope that, it's fucking unpleasant as well. It's too because, pleasant for them, yeah, that. yeah, I know, and 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 that's it. You you are fucking scumbags, yeah. And people need to just be open about that. The, you, there needs to be a price paid for this kind of abuse to to a baby like this. I mean, well, too, she's not an, a, well. a baby, but yeah. but my god, she's so vulnerable. She's ill. She's fighting for her life, and these pictures. All they are are pictures of a smiling uh, mother. They're sort of pictures that that make your heart melt, yeah. Uh, but apparently, some of you, it turns your heart to fucking ice. And I, I'm so sad that I share that fucking planet with you. Yeah, you know. Their and, air, and I mean their that. air isn't the same air as ours. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be. No. And that's that's that. And I hate to get real world on this because it we is. don't. We don't tend to do that very no. often but, but, but it, Jesus so, sometimes, Christ sometimes this has gone too, too much far. well it's gone too far the internet's gone too far and and people need to stop being so horrible they need to actually use the same compassion that you'd see um, some of the people that that make these comments when they're when they're all pumped up with a keyboard in front of them and they're and, and trying to make people laugh yeah it's all right to be the fucking clown when you're in school and you don't know any better, yeah. But when you're twenty odd and thirty odd, yeah, this cuts little ice with people. And um, I've got to say, when you are moving through life and being like this, then you're only going to be a person that 
most people hate later on yeah and you know you wouldn't say this you wouldn't pass a a push chair in the street with a child that looks clearly ill and start making comments about the way they look you wouldn't do that you wouldn't dare do that you, you wouldn't, wouldn't do, do it. that if that was your own child you wouldn't do it no these dickheads yeah. that are doing this yeah wouldn't do it in front of another person's child either no. they wouldn't do it it's... on the street they wouldn't do it if they were stood in front of the child in a push chair they wouldn't make those comments they wouldn't dare because they'd be so aware that it was wrong yeah and they'd be so scared that someone around anyone around that heard that would just go fuck you yeah, you're so vile yeah and and knock him out yeah. which you know no it's, one would even blink if someone did that that's, to someone that's the least they that. deserve yeah so so you have got a situation here where um i'm sorry but you know the internet's gone too far and it's the first time in all the years of doing this show where i've looked at summer and i've gone you you lot out there you need to fucking grow up now because this is a lethal weapon the internet yeah it is and and, and it gives that, people yeah. so much power that they yeah. don't realize the, the the effect it has on other people yeah and 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 all the only thing if one good thing comes of this show like two good things maybe you know tonight you have a think about leonard nimoy and go yeah great thanks for everything he's yep. done um and the other thing you know the maria anderson and you look at the, what her, her mother Kyra Pringle's going through, and look at look at the story that I've, I've brought to you tonight that some of you'll already know, um, and just go, yeah, this this is the line. This has to be the line now. Yeah, don't. How cl- far is this going to go? Don't laugh now? at the jokes. Don't yeah. retweet. Don't snigger. No. Don't. No, I mean, I mean, I mean the um, it's it's absolutely awful when you you think about it because it wasn't just the comments like I say there were other people commenting where they were going oh laugh my ass off you know uh, down the line uh, they're not the people that start the, the comment but they're, they're responding the only response to something like that is you're a fucking animal Yeah, you're a fucking animal and, and I'm sorry, I These know you. These people love the That's attention. That's the only it's, answer. It's just awful that yeah. they think that way. Yeah, and I'm, I am sorry it's getting a bit much. It's a bit heavy, but sometimes things life gets in yeah. the way. And it's... Yeah, uh, this is why we've got Starburst. This is why um, we do the Fab Cafe as well, because we, we want to bring a bit of fun and, and levity of things we want people to come out and we want people to read a magazine and have a laugh and smile and whatever and and yeah i know i pick some victims sometimes in my column where yeah. but they've always done something and and this month i've got a victim in there and he's he's getting it both barrels but it's worth it but he's, it's not he's worthwhile it's something they've chosen to do i yeah, know but it's not a two-year-old who's got a lethal illness it's yet. not something that's you know by accident and by degree of whatever, you know. Yeah. And I'm sorry we're going on a little bit past and the uh, watershed of would eleven you, o'clock. Would here. you like to do the the Fab Cafe thing since you've? Yeah, yeah, I'll do it now. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. There's some people who are aware that I'm the director of the the Fab Cafe and all the rest of it and created it and did all that back in '98 and stuck. I, I have stuck with it and. Um, 
it's one of the things that that you know funded help helped keep per starburst going and that's all really good but but no the uh, we had to announce this week that the fab cafe in leeds is uh, is going um it closes on on the 11th of april it's our final night and it's a good night and i hope everyone that uh, is in the area or can make it up can go up there i'm up there that night and i think a few of us are going to be there and we're going to try and give it a send-off um we have got another venue I uh, made this announcement on Facebook. We have got another venue for the place. Um, but, yeah, it's been a great place to have a fab. Now, fab as a cult TV movie theme bar, straight away, you were fighting against a tide in Manchester. Um, they were just mainstream bars. You opened it up, it was playing TV movie theme music, um, weird kitsch stuff, 60s, 70s, 80s music. You, it was all retro and... It, it and and it took off and everybody was very happy with uh, the results of it, me included. And uh, it was nice to be part of that. And over the years, like I say, it expanded in two thousand and one to Leeds, and that could have easily brought the company down if it hadn't worked. And the people of Leeds, um, they brought it to the hearts and and supported it. And it's been there for fourteen years now. They. Uh, Center, they, 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 I don't get on that well with the people who own the shopping center in Leeds, and there was a lot of negotiating to do. And um, I managed to secure a future for Fab, and um, there is a a place to move to. And uh, yeah, those guys have uh, compensated us and all the rest of it. So it does end that night. It's amicable, and we're moving on to a new site that I'm not allowed under a. Uh, confidentiality agreement to disclose at the moment but as um, long as they know they've got one but there is one yeah and it's going to be opening uh, later on in the year and that's going to be a uh, big a big. I, I think it'll be a big Starburst and Fab Cafe event and now. basically yeah. it will be a live long and prosper thing it certainly will and we'll go on and um, hopefully they'll have another 14 it, years it, in Leeds it's not, before it's not the happens. end it's the end of an era and the beginning of the next one yeah so so yeah, you watching the uh, Star Trek two, and then in search of Spock's coming later yeah. on in the year. It's the same it, year, for it, God's sake. He's dead, but he's coming back. Indeed. So that's a point, anyway. So I, I guess I'd better check if there's any uh, emails before we we bugger off. If there's, is there anything else you want to say, Martin? Uh, I don't think so. I think we've covered everything no, and, a, and a little bit more. And I think the emails are not there. It's nice to hear from Susan, though. Susan, That was, was brilliant. Always, Thank you very much. See, see yeah. I missed Susan. I thought, I thought she wasn't listening anymore. I thought we'd upset her. It's no use. Anyway, <laughs> right. Well, that uh, that is kind of all we've got time for. So that is the music. And I've been Mike and he's been Martin. And we will definitely be seeing you next week.
You have been listening to Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m., exclusive to Fab Radio International. Starburst Radio is sponsored by Fab Cafe, TV and movie theme bars in Manchester and Leeds.